beloved, you are listening to Grace Life Komi Podcast, a platform commissioned by God to raise men into completeness in Christ Jesus. We believe that you will be blessed beyond measure as you give yourself wholly to this divinely inspired teaching. Through God's servant Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna. Grace to you, Jesus is Lord. By the grace of God, we are going to be continuing the work we studied of last year uh, because it's a progressive study, and um, what we do is just to keep going forward and building on what we've had before. Uh, so these meetings are all our meetings are geared towards building on what we have had before because we never we never get exhausted in the previous meeting. So we just keep building. Praise God forevermore. And last year we began to understand good success. We began to understand. I'm just going to the to, to the four previous the podcast sorted by the spirit community. You see, you listen to what we um, studied last year. We were awesome. Began to understand good success, understanding that God's desire for us is good success, and God has only one plan for us: good success. God does not have a plan of success for us; He has a plan of good success for us. Uh, understanding that the word "good success" in Joshua chapter one verse eight is one word: good success is one word. Good success is one word. Um, just the same way um, the servant of Abraham asked the Lord for good speed, amen, to Jesus. And that actually talked about, you know, success in his journey, praise God. So good success is one word. So God does not have a plan for success, but they have a plan for good success. And um, in Joshua chapter 1, verse 2, we understood what has to be done for good success to be attained, praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. And um, we, we left off on, you know, um, how, um, how, how God leads and guides, how, uh, how the Father guides and teaches us, praise God forevermore. Um, because that was um, um, where we left off last year, and we understood that he, he, he guides and teaches us by his Holy Spirit, by his word, by, you know, godly um, earthly fathers. We were able to just stay on by the Holy Spirit and by the word last year. We were able to end there. But this year, we are going to be starting off from by godly earthly fathers, amen, by instructor, by um, instructors, that is mentors, and spiritual fathers, amen, and then by the New Testament um, prophet, praise God forevermore, hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Now, so, um, we, we, this, this, uh, these are very important ways that God guides and instructs us, are very important ways that God guides and instructs us. So, we are going to be looking at them um, in the course of this studies and uh, we trust God for the great time of fellowship. So I'm looking at um, by Godly Heavenly Fathers, uh, how God guides and teaches us by Godly Heavenly Fathers, how God guides and teaches us by fathers in the gospel, amen to Jesus, amen. and then how God guides and teaches us by um, instructors and mentors, and then how God guides and teaches us by um, 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 the New Testament prophets, praise God forevermore. Very important studies for us, and we trust God that we will be able to get what God has in stock for us. Please, um, every of these um, um, teachings we are going to be having are very important to the born again child of God for us to attain good success. We need to realize something that what the world calls success is not what God defines as success. And God's success program is already mapped out by Him for us. Amen to us. Amen. And we have to follow 
a success program. So um, we are looking. We are looking at um, number one by godly epic fathers. How God guides and teaches us to success by godly epic fathers. Amen to Jesus. Now God leads and um, and uh, instructs us via godly epic fathers. And um, the godly epic fathers uh, it's a very important aspect of life. You know, um, over the years, we've been able to see that generations by the day have begun to play down on the place of godly earthly fathers. Um, one of the best things that you could ever have is a godly earthly father. He may not be perfect, are you getting what I'm saying? But his words will help you attain success, you know, in many areas of life. I remember my dad told me once, he said, Chindi, I decided in my marriage that there will be peace. And there was peace. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Now, when he told me that word, I couldn't understand it. It was too big for me to understand then. You know, some of the times, you see, some words may just be simple, but they are, they are big. You know, for me, it was too big for me to understand then. But by the end, I understood it. I remember once, I, I used to be a very talk, I talk, I talk a lot. And when people get infuriated, I would just have to talk in return. And one day, some, some, some people made me angry and I just was talking and my dad told me, Chindi, you talk too much. That word entered me deep. And one day I asked him, I said, why are you always fight? And I used a phone call to ask him that because I really could not get it. Why I cannot be quiet? Why when I am angry, I must talk? Why when I am um, um, perplexed? When I'm anxious, I must talk. Why I cannot just be quiet? And he told me, um, the reason why I'm quiet is because I know I don't know everything. So I take out time to think on issues. So that I can analyze it properly before I now speak. And I've discovered that with that approach towards life, on a larger scale, he has always spoken with wisdom. You know, there was a particular situation where my mom was like, ah, talk this matter, you are too quiet on it, hit it, hit it, and he kept quiet. He kept quiet. When he finally sorted out the matter, my mom was one who was telling, oh, you are a wise man. You are a man of wisdom. Oh, so you, you have so much wisdom. You see, um, I learned that for me because I was not a quiet person. And I couldn't believe that he was not a quiet person. Usually. He told me, you so always talk and quiet, but... How you became quiet? So I understood that everything can be learned. So I've not seen that we are born with temperament. Temperament comes as a result of nature and nurture. Praise God forevermore. Yeah. So um, um, nature includes some things, but nurture. Nurture is basically about what our parents did to us and what we also do to ourselves. So your parents can nurture you, but you can also nurture yourself. Society can also nurture you. So you can choose your path at the end of the day. Many people have been able to develop their temperaments by nurturing themselves. So, and when he told me that, it sank into me. And by the years, I began to learn that principle. How to think through before I talk. Are you getting what I'm saying? And I remember once I asked him, I said, Daddy, what do you have to say concerning me? And he told me, Chindi, you are focused. That word was more than a million words to me. He didn't have so much to say to us. He did not somebody that would talk except to come and meet him. But I learned to go to him 
and he gave me that word and it meant a great deal to me. So the place of godly earthly fathers in that God leading and guiding us is very paramount. And over the years, a lot of um, um, Christians have done played on that aspect. The Bible says, honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long on earth. And that will go for that. That is a, 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 a commandment with the Lord, with a promise. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, um, the place of our godly earthly fathers cannot be taken by any other person. He might not have been the one who has won you to the faith. Are you getting what I'm saying? But nobody can take his place because there are wisdom words in him that will help you succeed in life. I remember also once my my father told me. He told me so. He told me um, these people don't make money, and I felt bad. But after some years, I understood what he was saying. I'm so. You, we, we need to understand the place of God, the Edifier, that in God speaking to us. I remember when I was about to get married, I told my father, Do you have a problem with my wife to be? He said, No. After when I got a problem with my wife to be, he said, No. So I said, I'm fine. I'm fine. So all the challenges that came as it made because of my choice to get married, I could wither them. Why? Because I had what? The godly support of my father. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, so. Some of us think that our parents are archaic and they are old school and they are not the new generation. Uh, the one thing we need to understand is that whatsoever we call new generation has an old generation prototype. That is just the truth. It has an old generation prototype. For example, Spartan is a picture of cycle, is that also? There was a time they, 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 they wore fitted shirts. Fitted shirts. And after a while, it became bogus shape. We are about to fit their shirts. But the time they wore high collars. In the time of our fathers, they wore fitted shirts with high collars. And later, it became bogus shirts with normal collars. Now, we are about to fit their shirts with what? High collars. But the time they wore bare bottoms. Our fathers wore bare bottoms. And we started going for normal trousers. But there was a time where bell bottoms came back into fashion again. I get what I'm saying. There's nothing new under the sun, as Solomon um, uh, said. So, for you to actually attain uh, a good success in life, you must you must understand the wisdom of your father. Bible says in Proverbs 13 verse 1 says, "A wise son heareth his father's instruction, but a scorner heareth not rebuke." Like they say. In my, in my local adage, a dog that is about to die, he no longer hears his own thoughts whisper. Mm. A child that is about to crash, no longer listens to his father. Once God has blessed you with that any father, I'm not saying everything they will say will be absolutely correct. I get what I'm saying. But once God has blessed you with an earthly father, you must know the place of giving attention to what your earthly father is saying. There are areas in his life, in your life, that he has to speak into. I remember when I was having some serious crisis in my head. Um, in my life, and I went to meet my, my father, and he advised me and advised me. And I was waiting to me, say, Chinti, never you talk this matter out with anybody. I thought I had another mentor to talk to. Are you know what I'm saying? And I went to talk to that mentor, but he told me, Chinti, never you discuss this matter with anybody except me. I never heard my father warn me in that way. I believe in me, my mother never had me that issue. 
And then when he finished advising me, he now told me, keep praying. And when he told me keep praying, I was not, I felt pain because I know I pray. In fact, my mind, I said, I pray more than you said. Why don't you tell me keep praying? But see, it's not everything that is by shouting. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are things that time and wisdom will give to you that through 24 hours prayer will not deliver to you. Yes. There are things that wisdom will give to you that doing three months fasting will not give to you. So that is a place of what? A godly every father. In every aspect of life. You may feel that the profession you are doing, your godly every father is not doing it. But he has a wisdom in that line that you need. He has a wisdom in that line that you need. I remember there was a step we were about to take once. I wanted to do it. What did, what did. My father said, no, he will not allow it. He will not allow it. I even wanted to go behind him and do it. But when God saw that my father said no, God also said no. Are you getting what I'm saying? God said no. So every attempt I made at it, it didn't work. At the end of the day, we are thankful to God that we didn't do what that step. Now, so, godly earthly fathers have a place in counsel, in instruction. And for you to attain the good success that God wants for you, your father may be a village man and you are a medical doctor. But you see, even as a village man, there is something he knows in relating with people that you do not know. And his instruction can help you in your medical field. His instruction can help you. You know, there was my, my, um, there was once my dad said, he went to audit a branch of the church where he pastors, one of the branches, and as an accountant, he decided him to audit it. And when he was investigating the pastor, he saw that the pastor was going here and there. And he just said, he just laughed and said, ah, it's a human institution. He just, he just laughed and said, I've an, an accountant that worked as an accountant for about 20, 30 years. And number two, he's a senior pastor in the in the commission. And so he comes to you and he begins to act on two grounds as a senior pastor and as a professional accountant, and you are answering questions anyhow and anyhow. He said just he didn't he just laughed. He said it's a human institution. I didn't understand that statement of it's a human institution until I in ministry I saw that no matter how spiritual brethren can be. We are all still running the human institution. Somebody once said something, said there is no perfect denomination. If there's any perfect denomination, the day people walked into it, it became imperfect. So he said that I didn't understand. But time has made me understand that indeed it's a human institution. So what is to make us get angry before? It doesn't make us get angry again. Because it doesn't that eh, they are human beings. They are human beings. So, the instruction of your biological father, who is a godly father, it's very, very important. Very important. You see, God embedded the knowledge of understanding in the instructions of ethnic um, godly fathers. As we have seen in, as we see in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 1, it says, Hear ye children the instruction of a father, and attend to no understanding. So, in the instruction of the father, God what? Bedded what? God embedded what? He embedded knowledge of understanding. So it means that understanding, you have to know how to understand. It is something you have to know. 
That reason I said that some people cannot understand. Uh, I, I always talk to uh, my wife and I tell her that person is sincerely stupid. I did not, it was working with people over the years in ministry that maybe there are some people that are sincerely stupid. I've never heard of that before. It's really very real. They are sincerely stupid. They have a very, they have a very good heart. They are plain, they are not bad, but they are actually sincere or stupid. For those of you, they need the knowledge of understanding. Because you need to know how to understand. <laughs> if you read the book of chapter 1, it tells us the purpose of the book of Proverbs. And one of them is to make the simple man wise to understand. To understand the dark sayings. To make the simple man, simple means stupid, foolish man, understand. So, there is a knowledge of understanding. And that knowledge of understanding comes by the instruction of biological um, 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 by the children of earthly godly fathers. So, if you don't have an earthly godly father in your life, there are some understanding you will not know how to understand. You wonder why you don't know how to understand them. <laughs> you wonder why you don't know how to understand. Why do I not know how to understand this thing? Because what does he not understand? The reason why people don't understand because they don't know how to understand. You understand when you know how to understand. So, understanding comes by the knowledge of understanding. And it comes by the instruction of godly epiphanies. So, people who neglect the place of godly epiphanies, I don't know. I don't know how they, how they manage. You see, and people who don't honor their godly epiphanies, I don't know how they, how, they are, how they manage. You see, there are some things that... Um, I did not understand when I was a child, you know, I didn't understand them. My father did some things that I did not understand, are you getting what I'm saying? So one day I picked up, I, I began to understand gradually why he did many things. My father used to tell us his vision for life, and I never understood the vision for life. Because he tells us, if I die now, I don't want my children to die. So I didn't know that that was his vision, are you getting what I'm saying? I didn't know that what he was living for. But over the years, I got to understand that that was his vision for life. And that was what he was living for. And I, I never got angry with, with many of his actions again. You know, I always feel my father was tight-fisted and every other. But when I understood his vision for life, I stopped getting angry with his actions. Most of us are still angry with the actions of our, our, our godly happy father because we don't know their visions for life. The secret to See, the, 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 the reason for your godly earthly father's action is his vision. Just find his vision, you know why you have to give it where you have to give it. And if you can find his vision, you will, you will have the knowledge to understand why he's doing what he's doing. It's as simple as that. As a knowledge of understanding is, is acquired from the destruction of godly earthly fathers. So you don't have the godly earthly father. You may find it difficult, may not to understand quite a number of things in life. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Now, so God leads us and guides us through the instructions of what? Godly epiphanies. Because in their instruction is the knowledge of what? Understanding. No matter the career, like they always say, if your father 
is not comfortable with the woman you want to marry. Think twice. Think twice. Especially if he's a godly earthly father. If he's not comfortable with the lady you say you want to marry as his son, think twice. And they say if your mother is not comfortable with the man you want to marry as her daughter, think twice. If especially they are godly earthly ones, what pay about the matter then? Because there's a knowledge of understanding that they have that you don't. And in the instructions, you can be able to derive that knowledge of what? Understanding. Amen to Jesus. Now, so, as you have seen earlier, good understanding is a major requirement for good success. Hearing the instructions of Godly Earthly Father enables one to, uh, enables one to have good understanding. So, when you hear their instruction, you have what? Good understanding. You see, um, some of us, don't know the place of your father, your godly every father, sitting you down and talking with you. I have to engage my godly my, my father on times I had the opportunity to do that. Now, but if I knew better then I should have engaged him more. So what I do most of the time is that when I when I had the opportunity to talk with him, I'll just talk and talk and talk. And he talks over his father. But I'll talk and talk and talk. I'll just discuss and discuss and in the course of discussion, a knowledge of understanding will come out. Some of us don't, we don't we don't even take time to discuss with our God the fathers. We don't take time to talk with them. We feel that we know it all. But no, 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 it's not done. Amen to Jesus. Godly uh earthly fathers here is not only limited to one's biological father only. But a, a godly father figure who is used by God to instruct you in the ways and the counsel of God is also an earthly father. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, so, for some people, their biological fathers are not born again. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's a limit to their um, instructions for you. There's a limit their instructions can help you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. But you have to still honor your father. No, whether it's a witch doctor, whether it's a whatever it is. You see, the truth about it is that when you honor your father as a witch doctor, he cannot kill you. Are you getting what I'm saying? He cannot kill you because the scriptures cannot be broken. Are you getting what I'm saying? Honor your father and your mother. Honor them. You see people pray for their father and mother to die. No, 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 no. Are you getting what I'm saying? Even if they are weak, even wizard and a witch, honor them. You say, but they are troubling your destiny. The Bible says, don't forget the part of the Bible that says, it says, when your enemy asks you for food, give him food. But when you give him food, what are you doing? You are eating what? Coals of fire on top of the person's head. So, honor them. Send food to them. <laughs> Why they are troubling you? Why they are using witchcraft against you? Send food. Send garlic, send yam to them in the village. <laughs> you are eating coals of fire. In fact, you don't need to pray for them when you are honoring them. God knows how to turn their witchcraft operation to blessings to you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, but if the, the, um, your earthly fathers are not godly, God can also give you an earthly father figure that can give you instructions. He can give you that. And that's why it's God. He always makes provisions. He makes you where there seem to be no way. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, so, um, instruction 
is a proof of fatherhood. Instruction is a proof of what? Fatherhood. Now, um, a father who cannot give instruction, get what I'm saying? A man who gives birth to his son but cannot instruct him is simply a playboy, not a father. A man who gives birth to his son but cannot instruct him is a playboy, not a father. The proof that your father is that you should be able to instruct. Your children should be able to get the knowledge of understanding from your mouth. From your mouth. <laughs> no from You see, especially in times we live in where fatherhood is being threatened seriously. Are you get what I'm saying? We live in a time where fatherhood is being threatened. It's being threatened seriously. These are times where fathers have to take the bull by the horn. Praise God. Want to take the bull by the horn and do what? And instruct your children. As fathers, you have to seek wisdom because of your children. You have to stay in the place of prayer because of your children. Nobody will do it for you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because if you as a godly enemy father cannot instruct your child, when God sees that that destiny is at stake, he will raise a father figure for him. And God forbid that we are alive. And God has to raise stones to do our work. Amen. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Because the knowledge of understanding lies in our instructions. And let me tell you, the career choice of your children may not be where you have your career. But the knowledge of understanding you can give can help them in their career. The knowledge of understanding can, if you give can help them in every aspect of life. And I mean every aspect, I mean every aspect of life. Every aspect of life. There is no aspect that you say you don't, you don't need a father figure. No, 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 no. Basically, a father gives leadership. Is that not so? And there is no end therefore where you don't need leadership. If I want to put an what we are having in, um, in our various field of endeavors today, is leaders without character. I was talking with um, my wife today. She said, so, so, so people just want to get into position and they don't care if the people they are living abandon them. And don't want to them. And I say that's that's what we are facing today. It don't care whether the people want you or not. All I want is to get into power. And that's failed leadership. Characteristics leadership. That has been the order of the in, the, in in our societies. And we cannot afford to keep having characterless leadership. And character begins with fatherhood. It is fathers who develop character in, in their souls. Are you know what I'm saying? First, the father looks at you. Your son looks at the way you handle this, your mother, his mother. He looks at the way you handle issues. And on that grounds, he can start developing character. It reminds me the story of a particular man who one day, he always used to walk a path. So I think it was a drinking spot or whatever. He secretly walks a path to a drinking spot or something like that. He walks it secretly on a daily basis. And he never means that his small boy, he never means that his small boy son, you know, always used to watch his full sprint and his footsteps while he goes there. But one day, he was sneaking walking there. And he noticed footsteps behind him. And whose footsteps were those? It was his son that was just putting his footprints, putting his feet 
into his father's footprint. He was just putting his feet, his feet into his father's footprint. So every print he saw his father was his, every of his father's footprint he saw was putting his foot there. So he was not even looking at where he was going. He was looking at his father's so you see, actually the children don't look at where they are going, they look at where you are going. <laughs> so you look at your footprints. And so for them, so long as they are going there, it's all good, it's fine, it's a fine place to go. And so if we are going the wrong, I was talking with somebody and it paid me I was talking to in somebody like elderly person, it paid me that I was talking to him and he was so dull of hearing. I think there's a there, there's a particular stage in life where you should stop doing some things. I say once you become a man, but as, sorry, I say once you start even giving birth to children, there are some things you have to stop doing because you think that they are not watching you, but actually they learn by what is. I get what I'm saying. So instruction is indispensable. So God leads and guides us through the instructions of Godly earthly fathers because these instructions. Are in line with the re- with the reason why all scriptures were given. Are you get what I'm saying? Why does God lead us by the instructions of God and the fathers? The reason why God is on instruction of God and because the, re- the instruction of God and are in line with the reason for scriptures. That is in line with why scriptures were given. This is seen in the Hebrew word for instruction and its meaning. The Hebrew word for instruction is the word Mosa. And Mosa means Discipline, chastening, correction. Praise God forevermore. That's the BDB. Um, strong means warning or instruction. Strong also um, defines as what? Reproof. What do defines as what? Restraint. It, and also as what? Check. Then also as what? Correction. So when we're talking about instruction of father of a father, we're talking about the discipline that the father gives to a child. That is why it is more than just words; it's also actions. Discipline is not about only using the word. I was inspired using the physical word. It's also using the word, the word of the word. It's also using the word of actions. And what are actions? Restraints. I hear what I'm saying. Yes. Restraint. Don't do that. You will not go there. You will not do, do that. You will not act like that. When you restrain children, sometimes they are not happy. But see, that is part of instruction. Restraint. I hear what I'm saying. Checks. Checks. Putting checks on them. I hear what I'm saying. Yes. Putting checks on them. Somebody, I, I saw something on the internet that the person said, Parents, please, what of this is your children invest you? He said, This is your university. He said, Because many of them are living married on campus. And they are there thinking that they are in school. Because some of them are already cohabiting. They tell themselves they are, they are performing wifely duties and husbandly duties already. So you have to do frequent checks. Are you getting what I'm saying? Checks is part of discipline. Uh, you say, uh, but you are, 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 you are not giving me a breathing space. You are just all over me. You are just all those kind of statements that the children will make. Uh, you are, you are choking me up. You are, bl- no, let them complain about that. 
What are you talking about? Are you getting what I'm saying? But you see, um, I remember when we had to take some instruction, we had to take some steps concerning our children, seeing that what we're, what we're getting from the schools we're paying heavy school fees from was rubbish. So we began to take deliberate steps to, to you know, homeschool them. And then we began to notice that some things. And initially, you know, uh, my daughter would not feel comfortable about it. I don't like it. You're not allowing me to play. You're not allowing me this. You're not allowing me to do that. It's, it's all like, Daddy, Daddy, I'm you are choking us up. But you know, after a couple of months, she was one of us and said, Ah, that's who you're wasting my future. You're wasting my future. They would finally flow. Keep on checking. Keep on checking. Are you getting what I'm saying? So instruction is about discipline. And discipline has to be restrained. You you get you, you are grounded. You you grounded for a while. You're grounded for three months. You're not gonna visit, you're not gonna go here for three months. You're grounded for two weeks, you're not gonna watch um, your favorite program. Well you we have to those are part of instruction. Because when they understand that life is not loosed, they will learn how to be disciplined. When you understand that life is not about habits anytime you want and the way you want, they will learn how to be disciplined. I was talking to my daughter and I told her once, I told her, I went as I am my elder brothers. We went to our neighbor's house once to watch television. And my dad went to work, but he didn't know. We went to watch television. And report reached my father that we went to watch television in my neighbor's house. Actually, that time, the black and white big television. It was always having problems. My father would bring the parents to repair it. Then the television packed up. My father did not want to even change. For a long I didn't want to change the black and white to color. We managed the black and white till it packed up. And he didn't want to buy another television. So we went to our neighbor's house to watch the color television that they had. And my father called a, 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 a meeting that night. And he warned us telling me, I said, never you in your life. Leave this house and go to another person's house without watching television. But daddy, you won't buy us television. Why are you telling us to know about what television so is? That is your cup of tea. But you won't go there. He put a restraint and we knew that we, because he ran it up. And if he talks, you know that there's trouble. When he gave us that restraint, when we feel like watching television, we sit inside your house. Are we together? Those are the instructions we're talking about here. We have to let them know that, you see, there are restraints. Life is about restraints. Life is about discipline. Life is about checks. You have to, they are, we have to let them know that when we put checks and balances on them, they will learn how to put checks and balances on themselves. You know, when, when, when we, 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 people were asking, how can you homeschool? And how would they be able to spend like The children know the time for television. They are, they are actually schooling from morning to like four, five, six, reading and reading and working and working. They know that that time is not time for television. Because we saw that, especially when I discovered that I as a person, I had some challenges with a particular subject as a child. I want my children to have some challenges, you know what I'm saying? So if I have to, if I have to put the extra mind to teach them, to invite some study habits into them, then we'll do that. We'll do that. I was talking to someone and I said, I won't take my children to the body house. I'm like, oh, why? Wow. I said, no. I know what I saw there. I won't let my children go there. Restraints, checks. Are you getting what I'm saying? It means, it means, bullies. 
instructions. That is, you see, one is you want them. And every of these things are part of principles for success. You want to succeed in life. If you cannot put restraints on yourself, the Bible says when you go, when you go to a king's house on invitation for a dinner, what do you do? Book of God says, put a knife on your throat. <laughs> put a knife on your throat. That is restrain yourself. Don't eat anyhow. We're invited for a, you know a, a kind of like a dinner. When it was time for food, we brought food to the table. I didn't start eating initially. The person invited us was like, ah, one of God eats now. I was watching. One of God eats now. I was watching. Then I gave the word, and I saw that people started eating before I announced it. It's not because I don't want to eat, but I understand the principles of when you go for an invitation, when you are invited for dinner, put a knife on your throat. Place restraints in life. But see, you will not have the knowledge of understanding if or restraints if your if that would does not teach you that. My father taught and watched my father and learned restraints and um, um, what they call it uh, delayed gratification. I learned it from him. He won't buy clothes if the others are buying. He won't live like the others are living. We are, they have to watch us to learn these things. So instruction is very paramount for life. It was when I, my father bought a book, um, um, Parable of the Lord and he read it. And so I, I took it from his library and I read the book. And I read the book, I saw that everything in the book was what I saw my father practicing all his years, all his life. Before he bought that book, he had finished practicing. He was practicing the book. So my dad, I was like, I just saw him underlining something. I said, but daddy, what are you underlining? You underline, okay, you are trying to underline what you have been practicing. He was already practicing the principles in the book. And I had watched him practice his principles. So for me, I was like, okay, this book is just a reinforcement of his principles. The instructions of fans. Are we together? Yes. So the discipline entails warnings and place we prove we were able to warn the children we were able to reprove the children amen we were able to restrain them we were able to place bones from them bones bones boundaries you don't cross here you don't cross there they say you are too harsh you are too harsh now i think it's better you love your lovingly harsh father than a a, a nice, a, a lovingly nice and loose father. You lovingly stand your ground. You lovingly place boundaries that you lovingly be, become loose. Amen to Jesus. And so, correction. That is space. We need to, you have to correct your children. Correct them. Amen to Jesus. Praise God. And another word there is, um, Discipline. Another word for um, for um, for instruction is what doctrine. Another word for instruction is what rebuke. So we see. So the instruction of a father must contain doctrine. <laughs> it must, you cannot don't do this, don't do that. There has to be the word of God based. That is why, as a father, you have to be word based. <laughs> there must be doctrine. Are you get what I'm saying? There must be rebukes. There must be chastening. There must be correction. 
So, we see in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 6, it says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for what? Doctrine. Doctrine. So, the instruction, that is why God leads us with what? Biologic, uh, with Godly Heavenly Father, because Godly Heavenly Fathers are meant to give doctrine. You see, we know that the church denominations have doctrines, but every family is to have doctrines. Every family is to have doctrines from scriptures. It's for what? Probably for what? Doctrine. Left for what? For reproof. We can see that another word for, one word for, um, for instruction is what? Reproof too. Have we seen that? Alright. It says for correction. We saw correction here too. Is that not so? And it says for instruction in righteousness. And we see instruction. So basically, the instruction of a father is actually what? Is actually scriptures. Because here, in the, 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 the Hebrew word for instruction, which is um, Mosa, means discipline, chastening, correction. That's BDB. Strong says, strong means, strong says, um, chast, chastisement, says reproof, and we can see reproof is there in um, what the purpose of scriptures. Is that not so? It says warning or instruction. We see instruction is there um, in, 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 the, in the purpose of scripture. It says restrain, it says bold, it says chastening. It says check. It says correction. And correction is there in the purpose of scriptures. Praise God forevermore. It says discipline. It says doctrine. Doctrine is there in the purpose of scripture. So basically, the instruction of fathers, of earthly, godly elephants, is actually what? Scriptures. That is actually the first scriptures that the children should see. The first scriptures that the children should know. Now, so if your words do not reveal the word of God, then as a godly, as a as an earthly father, as an earthly father, you really have to go back to the drawing board. Are you get what I'm saying? Your words have to reveal the word of God. Because when as, as, a, as an earthly father, God actually depends on you to do what? To give doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction. And that is the purpose of all scriptures. So basically, God expects you to be the first to, to give the all scriptures to your children first. So that's why we cannot. You see, we are a generation where people we um, honor their pastor, but dishonor their godly epiphany. father. Are you getting what I'm saying? When God blesses you with a godly epiphany, I tell you the truth. Honor him. Because he is, he is the script, he is the one who gave you the scripture. He's the one who gave you the scripture. He may not have led you to Christ, but he gave you the scripture. And he has a paramount place in your life. Very important place that cannot be that cannot be sidetracked. This is key to good success. Because somebody who gives you Reproof, correction, instruction. Are you getting what I'm saying? That person has guided you in every area of life. We need every of this. We need reproof, correction, instruction in marriage. We need it in business. We need it in career. We need it in um, profession. In every area of life, we need it. And 
when God gives you a godly father who gives you the basic scriptures, which is reproof, correction, instruction. When you God gives you an earthly father who gives you this, this basic in life, it means they are giving you the foundation on which to build a successful life. That's in the foundation to be the successful life. And the principles of good success apply in every aspect of life. They apply in every what? Aspect of life. They are not limited to any aspect. So, your father, so long as he's godly and he has given you these principles, he may be a a um, a bricklayer, a mason, and you, you are a civil engineer. He has given the principles to succeed. Yeah. He may be a a mechanic, and you, you are a mechanical engineer. He has given you the principles to succeed. He may even be a mechanic, and you are you are a medical doctor. But so long as the God the Father has given you the principles to succeed. You see, God leads us through what? Godly earthly fathers. And you get what I'm saying? He leads us through Godly fathers. So it means that an earthly father must be one who uses scriptures to do every of these things via instructions to his children. An earthly father who is godly must be able to use scriptures to, to communicate this, the principles of instructions to each other. And you see, um, it is believed that David kept teaching Solomon about wisdom. He kept teaching him about wisdom over the years. And so, when Solomon was visited by the Lord in the dream, because God did not have to come physically, if God had come physically and asked Solomon, what do you want of me? Solomon would have definitely told God, See, I've been like that. my elder brother. I got trouble in the God, kill him. And that's my, that, you see, that other person that is troubling me, kill him. But I'm not like asking a lot to kill different people. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? But you see, his father had taught him wisdom over the years. As you see, my son, get, take the instructions of your father. This was Solomon actually talking about what his father used to tell him. My son, we read it now. Happened to the instruction of the father. Yeah, in the children, the instruction of the father. And I tell to knowledge and understanding. A wise son, it 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 was what his father had taught him over the years. So his father had taught him the, the principle, the, the importance of wisdom. And as I said, wisdom is the principal thing. His father had taught him the importance of wisdom. He had taught him, he had taught, he had over the years giving him instructions that gave him the knowledge of understanding. So when God visited him in his dream, what his father taught him in his subconscious came and he said, Lord, I ask that you give me knowledge and wisdom. The lessons of his father, the instruction of his father, played out for him when he was face to face with a blank check. The instruction of your father will always play out for you when you are face to face with a blank check. The night we once, you know, in one of the, you know, works we started, one of the ministry works we started, uh, Mr. Augustus was ministering and he 
asked a lady, said, choose between these three, God, money, and house. And the lady said, money. Anyway, they were not, they, those words were not my disciples at all. Everybody, were the, they were all disappointed. So you won't even choose a house, which is, you can even convert to money. You choose money, then at all, after don't come close to God. Over the years, I've learned by the wisdom of my father's instruction to go for God. Go for God. And when you go for God, God will give you the principle of assets. But many of us, don't understand these principles. The, the instruction of fathers are indispensable, godly fathers. And if maybe, for example, you don't have an, a godly father, maybe your father died very well, you ask the Lord to give you one. You know, there was a young man who I mentored. He actually, his father died while he was very young. And I already played the father role in his life. And he actually didn't value my role as a father. He said, oh, you, you were a father to me. You know, they say it, but the actual speak otherwise. He didn't actually value the father role in my life. As somebody was talking then I said, ah, if that guy to be serious. By now, the work would have been standing very strong. When God blesses you with the father, God be that the father appreciates it. Because he may not be doing the profession you are doing, but his instruction will guide you to success in any profession. Now, the principles of success cut across every career. They cut across every profession. They cut across every line. Are you getting what I'm saying? I think God embedded his leadership and guidance in the instructions of fathers. I'm telling you, we're doing ourselves a great disfavor to not maximize this gift that God has given to us. Today, we have a lot of young generation loosed, wild, bold. Why? Because we don't have the instructions of godly and fathers. We are not saying they are perfect, but we are saying they have words that can help us. Just the word of my father. And at the end, when he advised me, he told me keep praying. Those words he told me, I still see them real now. I still see them real. You know, he told me, don't mind what they say, don't mind what they say. They, 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 they don't mean it to the dog, they don't mind what they say. They don't mean it. Say, ah, don't, they don't, don't mind what they say, they don't mean it. Uh, when they are shot, when they are, don't mind what they say, don't mean it. And then he said, keep praying. Really, those words have helped me. I think we should have a generation that should go back to their godly elephants and seek to get instructions of their godly elephants. Because some of us are craving for success, but we are not craving for good success. Some of us are, you see, that's why I, it's, I mean, it's, I don't understand how we got here. We're teenagers. We now kill their friends. Just because they say they want to be successful. Where 
teenage where, where youths will kill their parents because they say they want to be successful. It's because there was a, a vast gap between us and our godly fathers. Our godly fathers did not run and pursue success the way we pursued it. They took their time moving in life one step at a time. Some of them, it was a retirement they were able to even get their only house. And they were happy thanking God. I used to ask a question, I said, see, some of us are parents give to five of us. So today we don't know how they use government work to train us. But look at us in our generation. You even have to to train program. Because we have not, we have deviated from the instructions of godly earthly facts. We have to go back to that. In the church today, we have, we have a generation who say we are the young ones and the fathers are old. I'm not against youth ministries, are you getting what I'm saying? But my brother, I don't believe in youth ministry. Why? Because you that are saying youth today, your father was once a youth. So what, what makes you feel that you are, you are more youthful than he was? So we now seclude, we now, we now, you know, we now bring a big divide between them. And unknown to them, we need their wisdom. They need our strength. That's the balance. We need their instructions. They need our strength. Our strength, they need our legs while we need their head. Where we can become their legs and they can become our head to achieve more. But when we choose as leg to be walking alone and lead head to be walking alone, where we let the reach? <laughs> leg will not have focus. It will be hitting the wall up and down and to finally fall. You see, the structures of fathers are Godly fathers are major, major, very crucial ways that God leads us and guides us into good success. Because rendering their instructions is scriptures. They may not say it's quote that's that my father was not very good at putting scriptures. But when he finished talking to you, eh, go to Bible. You will see what he said. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You see, you see what he said? Even our generation, many of us are good in quoting scriptures. But we don't have the words of instruction. I think it's better for people who have the words of instruction that when you the finish instructing, you see it in scriptures. Than those that say they have scriptures. But when they finish instructing, you will not see what they have instructed in the scriptures. You get what I'm saying? God leads us to success. You see, as what we talked many other, other um, well, was also deal with godly fathers, deal with um, um, fathers in the gospel, and deal with um, um, mentors, and then deal with New Testament prophets. But we just stayed on <laughs> godly fathers, and we have exhausted so much time. That means we are going to continue because you see some of the times we are ready to do number one, number two, number three, number four, and we don't need it down. We don't press it down. 
and people just see it as a point. There is nothing that is important that is a point. We have in life we have moved with pointers and we are not pointing anywhere. Mm. Now we have to stop removing point. We have to start focusing on the pointers so that we see how important these pointers are. You see, that's why the way I've run, the way God has me run my ministry, I'm not in a hurry to anywhere. Like one of my um, 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 presidents in fellowship used to say, say, it's not syllabus that we have to rush and finish. Thank God for the way God has made me do ministry. It's not syllabus that we have to Thank God it's podcast. Thank God it, 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 um, it, uh, we have meetings running on and on. You call for the next meeting. <laughs> you call for the next meeting. You know, we had a meeting and I was like, I was also going to many other things, but I could not even go. And they were so refreshed by the word. I said, we'll continue next week, Thursday. We'll continue it too. We'll continue. I'm not doing it so that we quickly rush up the syllabus. We have to start dealing with pointers. We have to start dealing with pointers. The instructions of fathers have to be honored. God may be fathers. Most of the times, we have focused on fathers in the gospel as Christians. And we have sidelined godly epiphanies, which is not helpful. The godly epiphanies may not be a pastor. He may not be a minister, support, as it were. But so long as he's godly, he has the spirit of God in him that can give instructions that will help you succeed. That will help you succeed. That will help you attain good. But just start asking for godly instructions from your father. You may never know the one that would um, that would strike the bruiser. And, you know, my father told me something. He said, he said he made up his mind to love his wife no matter what. When I heard that word, it was strong to me. He said, he said, I made up my mind to love my wife no matter what. And you know, my father even said something. He said, he told me, he said, even if your wife cheat on you, no. Ah, I said what? And is it some of the time when we preach some of the things that the greatest preachers are those who are good with words and analyzing scripture? My father was not very, he's not a very plenty worded person, but his practical Christian living is growing. Are you know what I'm saying? But we have people today who they are pastors, they are ministers of the gospel, high ranking, tongue speaking, devil chasing, demon casting. Their wife have not even done that much. But they are divorced. Their wife have never committed that kind of crime. They are divorced. The instructions of your godly deadly father. I pray that this works today. You sink into somebody's heart. And if you don't have a biological deadly father now, ask the Lord to give you one. The Lord to give you father figure. An earthly father figure. He might not be a pastor, but he can speak instruction to your mind. And if your biological heavenly father is not born again, it's not godly, ask the Lord for a godly earthly father figure that can be speaking instructions into your mind. So you can be able to fly on the instructions supposed to you because they are actually what? They are actually scriptures. Even though he may not say John chapter 1, verse 1. I believe somebody was blessed. Open your mouth and talk to the Lord. Go ahead and talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Thank you for what He has taught us. Thank you for what He has taught us.
Now is your moment of salvation. If you are yet to make the Lord Jesus Christ, your Lord and personal Savior, we request that you say this prayer along with many others now. Say this words, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner, I repent of my sins, and ask that you forgive my sins. I believe that you shed your blood on the cross, died for my sins, and rose again in the third day. Today, I invite you into my life today. Wash me by your blood, make me your own, until eternity be my Lord and personal Savior, thank you Lord Jesus, in Jesus' precious name. For your love gift of any amount to Grace Life Kami Podcast, kindly use any of our giving channels available, to give in dollars. You can send to Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. Account number, 033-154-551-2013. Swift code, M, B, G, H, G, H, A, C, to give in CDs. Universal Merchant Bank Ghana, you can send to account number, 033-254-551-2017. To give in Naira, you can send to, Ecobank Nigeria, account number, 5541020592 Also for further enquiries you can call us on +2334545947132 OR send us an email via chimdiohahunaministry@gmail.com Today remain ever blessed We believe you were blessed listening to this teaching from God's Word. May your soul remain ever refreshed and revived. We would love to hear your praise report today. Beloved, remain connected to Grace Life Komi Podcast. Jesus is Lord.